Greetings! You're listening to the audio version of Up the Waterfall podcast. Check out the video version to see us and everything we talk about by visiting youtube.com slash Thanks for listening! Welcome, friends, to episode 12 of Up the Waterfall podcast with your hosts, Zana and Scott Otis. Hello. That's us. Here, we are taking a journey up the waterfall to Disney Park's history, some facts thrown in, lots of nostalgia, oh, yeah. and some present day twists. <laughs> That's right. We're not all history all the time, but, you know... That's where we enjoy reminiscing. Yep. (laughs) We want to thank you for joining us today. If this is your first time listening, we just invite you to slide all the way down to the end of your row, moving down to the last available space, and let's Mm. enjoy the ride. Absolutely. Let's go. (laughs) So this week, we are venturing into the far past to a park we haven't really discussed too much on here. Disneyland. Ooh, my favorite. The original. That's right. And we've mentioned a few things here and there, but, and we will do an exhaustive Disneyland episode, possibly episodes. Oh, like yeah. What it happened to us with Epcot. <laughs> 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 but this time, you may have guessed if you're watching us on mm-hmm. YouTube, I've got my Disneyland holiday shirt on. Which I really like. Very festive. And we've got a, a few holiday baubles thrown around here. <laughs> Just a um, we're going to be discussing Disneyland holidays and uh, how they have changed and certainly grown over the years. They definitely have. So it's hard to imagine. You may be able to because you grew up there, but you weren't around in 1955. <laughs> no, I was not. But back when Disneyland first opened, it wasn't so crowded all the time not forever all. like it is now. <laughs> Um, and after the summer push of when the park opened, it was kind of empty yeah, come fall. That's true. Um, in addition to that, they didn't really have a huge budget yet. Disneyland Incorporated was a separate entity from that's the true. studios. So they mm-hmm. didn't have all the studios money to work with. And as a result, they did not have a huge holiday display. Um, but also at that time, you know, in the world, I guess, in America, <laughs> there wasn't really a lot of people saying, hey, let's go to Disneyland the week before Christmas or the month before Christmas. That's people true. were getting ready for the holidays and it was a much different time. A very different time. Back yeah. then. So there was a few sparse holiday decorations in the park. Um, yeah. Do you have any? Um, the th- Not I, memories, but <laughs> in your research. I have researched that there was a, a Christmas tree that year. Yes. So And, and there were uh, some holiday d- uh, displays on Main Street, um, some um, decorations thrown in here and there, mm-hmm. garland and that kind of thing. Yes. But not a, not a great deal. Um, I do have that they did have um, th- some of the carolers. Uh, Is there. that the Christmas bowl? Is that what you're talking uh, about? I d- I do have some on the Christmas bowl. <laughs> um, Where they rethemed basically their outdoor stage to be 
a Christmas bowl. Yes, and it was actually to the left of the castle where uh, the Plaza Gardens mm-hmm. now is, or were actually also used to be Carnation yeah. Gardens. And they mm-hmm. had choirs singing carols there, mm-hmm. which was actually the precursor to the candlelight procession. Yes, I have a whole history on that if you... Well, let's hear it. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, We did touch upon this a little bit earlier when we were talking about uh, the festivals of Epcot. I think I did touch upon the history of the candlelight processional then. But um, this is a little bit more extensive. um, There was a Christmas uh, celebration in the um, that actually took place at Disneyland in the first year. Actually, took place from November twenty fourth of nineteen fifty five all the way through January eighth of uh, nineteen fifty six. They did have a a Christmas parade. It wasn't it wasn't as big and elaborate as the parades are these days, of course. But they did have uh, a parade. They've actually had parade uh, at Disneyland since day one. That's uh, something that's been a constant. Um, since mm. the opening is the idea of having a parade on Main Street. So they did have a Christmas parade. Um, and uh, as we mentioned, they also had um, the, the Christmas Bowl, which was actually, they had like a, a little gazebo that they, uh, it actually has been in a few places, but um, it was actually to the left of uh Cinderella Castle, where Plaza Gardens now sits, and it was kind of in that in those days, just kind of an open green sp- and green area that had that gazebo. But anyway, they had a concert uh, there um, in the beginning, and actually, uh, one of the press uh, things that they had back in those days actually described it as uh, leading church and school choral groups from all over the West will provide special holiday entertainment in the Christmas Bowl every day. Wow. Yeah, that was one of the promotions for that uh, Christmas <laughs> at Disneyland celebration. So hmm. they had that. And then um, th- they also had uh, 12 kind of uh, Dickensian Christmas carolers. Mm. That um, it was a, a group of singers that they've had since 1955, and they were actually directed by Dr. Charles Hurt of uh, USC or University of Southern California and they they actually kind of roamed throughout the park uh, singing Christmas carols and doing that kind of thing and they've actually been around since uh, since then hmm. um, anyway so in the first year they ha- uh, they did invite some uh, guest choirs to perform at that bandstand uh, the Christmas Bowl and uh, from the opening afternoon the they had carolers I'm, I'm sorry, when I'm, what I mean by the opening afternoon is the, the very first day that they did that. They had th- those carolers plus a 300-member chorus. Wow. Uh, and they performed at the train station also with uh, some school bands. Mm. And so that was the, the first thing that they did on the first year. They did that every day uh, during that Christmas thing. Uh, and then in the following year, 1956, the, they had those carolers plus the invited singers, and they performed on the train steps. And that and that year, they actually included the Disneyland band. So there was, you know, not much difference. Uh, and then in 1957, those carolers they actually followed around the Christmas Around the World parade, and they actually went from this. Uh, actually, the carolers came out of this um, Sleeping Beauty castle, all the way to the plaza. And they they kind of formed. They were, they were supposed to form in a circle around the plaza, but there were so many guests <laughs> that uh, were there that they actually kind of had to 
just kind of go on the fly and they didn't really get to form that circle they oh, just wow. kind of it was all very uh irregular that first that, that year 1957 and then they performed right there and so in 1958 they actually had probably the most formalized one and actually this was the beginning the official beginning of the candlelight processional where D dr hurt uh, he, he actually suggested that they include a mass choir and that they um and they went with that and so at, that was the beginning of the car uh, candlelight processional they had uh, the singers uh the the dickensian singers plus 16 choirs that uh, proceeded down um, Main Street USA uh, to the to the plaza and they did a full concert with uh, with the carolers though they were actually in the balcony of the castle oh wow so so if you can imagine being there in the hub yeah. there's a mass choir around the plaza in the hub and carolers up hmm. in the in the in the balcony and that's where the tree was initially in the hub not um in town square i actually don't think that it it was I'm the first sure. year i don't okay. know if they moved it right after that but yeah i'm not sure because <laughs> i i did not get that in my in my notes <laughs> but it's possible <laughs> when you said first year do you mean the first year of the candlelight processional no, I mean or the, the first, first year? year of disneyland okay so yeah at christmas that would be 1955 so what i'm talking about is 58 so i imagine by this point it had moved yeah. um to the town square so anyway, um, so that was the official beginning of 1958 was the first one of those. And um, they actually had all kinds of celebrity performers um, where they added, I, I, um, I'm, I'm sorry, I, I missed it up, messed it up a little bit. It was actually 1960 that they moved it to the train station ah. from, from the plaza to the train station. And they actually had Dennis Morgan, an actor, who he performed a, uh, portions of the biblical Christmas story, ah. which was the first time that they interspersed the Christmas carols uh, with the readings of the, the Christmas story. So that actually began that whole tradition, wow. um, which has since included uh, famous celebrities like John Wayne, Cary Grant, Charlton Heston, Henry Fonda, and Gregory Peck, some of the old classic oldies. I can't imagine. That must have been crazy to see. And back then, I think they only it. did that uh, just one time. Yeah. Yeah, it was just a single a single night's performance. Well, that's what, when I was, you know, looking stuff up and things like that to prepare for this episode, because Disneyland history <laughs> is not my strong suit. Um, a Disney, the candlelight processional there was always kind of like a hidden gem yeah. before social media became a thing but even it. so when you compare it to the one here at disney world which which uh, stretches all the way from the day after thanksgiving all the way through december 30th mm -hmm. with three shows every day yeah i mean you can imagine how many of that that is over and somewhere between 80 and 90 shows at disneyland they only had one yeah and then they added a second show on the same night and i think they've now do it like two nights wow Hollywood can't be bothered. <laughs> <laughs> well, it, it's definitely uh, more of a, a nightmare. Oh, with, yeah. With, because it's such a small park. Exactly. And they do have it at the train station, so it is a giant issue to have all the people right there, mm -hmm. all chairs set up for them to enjoy it. And then uh, it being a working theme park, too, with people coming in and going out, and that kind of being the only entry and yeah. exit point. 
crazy. So, yeah. But anyway, um, they also added a the living Christmas tree. Ah, uh, yes. In, I believe that was also that year. Um, that was actually from, it wasn't Disney cast members at that time. It was actually a, a particular high school called Western High School, which hmm. we've actually driven past once upon a time. Where Back is it located? It's in Los Angeles, I believe on Sunset Boulevard. It, or at least it's now, it doesn't exist now oh. in that, <laughs> with that name, but it's still there. Anyway, mm-hmm. they had an acapella choir that was there and they actually performed the living tree every year uh, for I believe 21 years from 1960 or 61 all the way through 1982 when their director retired (laughs) and then they were like you're out (laughs) pretty much (laughs) so in 1982 they actually actually started the Disney employee cast or the cast member uh, choir which was uh, um, made up of volunteers people doing uh, volunteering their time to do that uh, the Christmas carols like they do here that's right with the green robes. <laughs> um, so anyway, that is kind of a little mini history of the Candlelight Processional, and it's been going strong ever since, and they actually um, moved it, not moved it, they added it to Walt yeah. Disney World in its first year, 1971. So wow. they've had it uh, here, and they started at the Magic, Magic Kingdom. Kingdom here, yeah. Then they moved it to Epcot. Not not right after Epcot opened, but it was actually kind of, I believe, in the early Our 90s. Friend Glenn was in that when it was at the Magic Kingdom. Ooh. He's told us that's I've before. personally performed it uh, many times yes, uh, at, at Epcot. Epcot. In the, in <laughs> we the have a few late nineties in the uh, early aughts. Yes, and I even got to be the top of the Christmas tree two times. <laughs> yeah, this the is top. Why I married him, folks. <laughs> <laughs> Little mini celebrity? No, <laughs> not really. <laughs> um, so, did you want to delve into the craziness that is Holiday Land really quick? Oh my gosh! At this point in time, because it's around that same kind of time frame, 1957, I believe, yes, is when it, that started. They actually, uh, um, if you think about it, back in those days, they had there were amusement parks scattered throughout the nation, and all of them did have like a little picnic area yeah. for. Um, and things like that for groups. And so Disneyland actually initially thought, we should have this too. Mm-hmm. And it was a little wonky at first. They, they had initially planned it to be kind of behind Tomorrowland on that side, but uh, it ended up being kind of where Dis, uh, New Orleans Square is now, actually where the Haunted Mansion mm-hmm. is now. Back then, that area just really yeah. didn't exist as part of the park. But the weird thing is, is that it was outside the gates of the park. Yeah. And you needed a separate... Well, that, yeah, you had to have a separate... Like there was a separate It was a separate ticket. But when you bought that ticket, <laughs> it did not get you entry into Disneyland. <laughs> it was a very odd thing. It was completely separate. It, they didn't even initially offer it as kind of like an add-on. It was, it was almost like... A sad thing because you'd you'd go there, <laughs> you could hear the 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 whistle of the train. You yeah. could actually see the train going by. You could hear the the Mark Twain steamboat, but you couldn't get in. But they had beer out there. Yeah, they so did have all kinds of activities. They had they actually had a baseball diamond. Uh, they had um, all kinds of outdoor activities, but because it's Southern California and you've got the hot sun. There was not a lot of shade. Yeah. It was pretty much and all... And not a lot of restrooms either. Yeah, that's right. I've heard. There was a lot of pavement and a lot of... Uh, and some grass, and but not much shade. There were just a few trees. And so they actually added the uh, the circus tent, or I guess 
it, it wasn't really called a circus tent, but they had used it previously for the the Mickey Mouse Club circus. Yeah, so it, it had started out as just kind of like those picnic tables situation yeah. and the baseball diamond and stuff, but then they added the whole circus <laughs> to it, and the circus was Christmas-themed, yeah. which is where the Holiday Land name came from. Yeah, it did not last long, though. Very strange, a and I guess very short-lived because thing. they were kind of pitching it to... Um, businesses and things like like companies to come right. and you know use our recreation area to have mm-hmm. your company out or whatever, but they were working during the week, so it was just like empty the whole yeah, time during was, weekdays, and then it would be full. Yeah, so anybody weekends. could uh, essentially have rented it. Yeah, for birthdays and yeah celebrations, and it actually could fit quite a few people, as many as I several thousand. I I can't remember the exact number, but it was. A, pretty big area but uh as you said it didn't um it wasn't used and or all the time and then eventually they actually did finally create an entrance a second entrance into disneyland from there Mm. where people could um have an add-on uh admission ticket to there but i I think they had said they had a baseball diamond there but they also had you know things like darts and um um uh, like tug of war and so weird to alcohol. Imagine. They actually yeah. served alcohol there. There and was like not a bottomless beer mug <laughs> promotion. Oh, seriously? Yeah. <laughs> so then drunk guests would sometimes go into Disneyland, and that was not a good fit. No, it was not. At all. Oh, yeah. It says that it could fit 10,000 people yeah. in it. That's crazy. But I guess it didn't often do that, but I guess sometimes it did. Then when they decided they were doing Haunted Mansion, they needed that space. Yes. So they kind of just let it go yeah they physically built the the haunted mansion building in 1963 or the the house itself but the ride did not uh, open until 1969 so there was a long time uh, for that to um, kind of be in limbo mm. but i'm not sure when uh, holiday land closed do you have that um i guess in 1961 okay is when it served its final picnic lunch this is <laughs> information from the disney history institute which we'll link Oh, yes. In the show notes as well. Um, That's right. And there's an interesting little blurb in there about how the, after that they kind of were throwing around the idea of World Holiday Land in World Showcase in Epcot. Okay. And there's like a fun little uh, concept art well, of go. that, which never happened. That's right. <laughs> but, that <Never> wa- happened. <laughs> but that was the, the first time that there was a second entrance into Disneyland. Um, and it was just weird. It, yeah, it really if was. If you look up, I mean, we'll we'll throw some photos in there, Christian will. Uh, it's just like <laughs> playground equipment and a very strange yeah. circus tent. Very odd yes, situation. Yes, quite odd. But, but you know, you it was called Holiday Land, so we're including it because we're covering well, if everything. If we're doing that, then we should probably also mention that they've had holidays at Disneyland since the get-go in what kind of what I already described, but every single day in that the CK Holiday train was there. <laughs> okay. <laughs> kind of a stretch because well, that was named after one of the Santa Fe uh, Railroad executives, but his name was Holiday, so. Okay. Well, happy holiday. Yes. <laughs> but in addition to that, there actually was a time when they actually had Disney, or I'm sorry, Christmas and the holidays at Disneyland every day starting in 1967. 
Do you know when oh, that was? 67. I don't know. Interesting. Well, anyway, as you may recall, the Disney did f- uh, four fun um, attractions at the New York World's Fair in 1964 and 65, and all of them moved uh, out to Disneyland eventually. Mm-hmm. And so when they redid Tomorrowland for the 1967 a redo of Tomorrowland, they brought the Carousel of Progress. Oh, I to forgot Disneyland. all about that. I forgot that and that was a scene. As you may recall, the there is the 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 kind of the turn of the century. Yeah. Actually not the turn of the century. The, the last scene. Because <laughs> they the are all century. holiday themed. It actually has even though that's changed considerably over the years. I have that very fourth scene yeah. that was always holiday themed. I don't remember so too much of that original or at least Magic Kingdom original scene before they added the virtual reality and oh, all that. Yeah, yeah. Except for the omelette superbe <laughs> avec jambon. I oh, remember yes. that, omelets. but that's about it. <laughs> <laughs> I do remember that. <clears throat> so anyway, they had that. Um, there's, sorry, that, I guess some of these You're really are a little uh, bit of a stretching your definitions here, but okay, well, but I'll allow it. It was well, Christmas. Okay, very good. <laughs> but here's a fun one. Yes. Did you know that the Matterhorn... I'm glad you did this because I forgot to write this down. The Matterhorn actually was Christmas themed uh, starting in 1961. Yes, with the giant star. They had a giant 44,000 pound giant star, a twinkling star added onto the top of the Matterhorn. They actually had to use a helicopter to put it in place. And it's, you know, you could see it from miles and miles around. Wow. from, why from both inside and outside the park. They haven't done that again. I'll tell you why. They actually went from 1961 all the way through the mid-70s because of the energy crisis. Well, yes. I know why they the took it out. I oh, just mean okay. why ha- there's LED lights now. That yeah, that's a good point. I don't know why they don't... Okay, why you're asking why they don't add it now. Yeah, why they They could they definitely haven't. add it now, and it would not take up much energy But I mean, I guess they don't really need to. Like, there's enough well, other stuff going to, on. But I think that would be really cool. It would be a fun little retro nod. Yeah. What's the next major birthday? I guess because the birthdays are always in the summer even though they last a whole year. Yeah. They just did the 60th a couple of years back. <laughs> I don't, I can't Yeah, do number math. 65 is coming up in 2020. <gasps> oh, 20, oh, 2020 already. Wow. Yeah. So let's bring so back the star. Like just yesterday. It really does. That's, That's why I had to think about Honestly, it. Honestly, like, I think just the last 50th year, wasn't it? seems like just well, yesterday. Well, <laughs> I wasn't cognizant of Disneyland back then. <laughs> what? <laughs> um, I mean, I knew about it, but, you know. I actually have 50th anniversary plates remember i collected oh, yeah. before i'd even been to That's disneyland right. i was like these are cool i want to collect them. i never even got those when i was there i'll do a show and tell of those one <laughs> i don't know where they are right now actually uh anyway so what else do you have besides the matterhorn situation things. they actually um as i mentioned the the tree the disney uh the, the christmas tree that they've had in uh the town square area they actually used to have a live, a live one, uh, yeah. fir tree it actually where they would go out i I forgot to <coughs> look up because they used to go to the same area each year to find the tree. I, they probably even kind of groomed it mm. from uh, from a young sapling. I'm kind of glad they don't do that anymore. Yeah, honest. I mean, we, we need in, in some ways. I like <laughs> that they, you know, that it was authentic. Yeah, and real. But they, yeah, they used to get a live fir tree, and it was always around sixty feet high with uh, about 1,800 ornaments and, and so. That's but it was in the year, 19, uh, sorry, 2008 when they actually then went to a 
UFO Really? Tree. That recent? Yeah. Wow. 2008. Well, there was actually one year when the the day that they put it up and they were decorating it, this is when they had a live tree, they had finished decorating it and they looked and there was a fire on the top of the tree. And Whoops. it ended up burning down the top one third of the tree before they could finally put it out. And they had to scramble. That should have been the year that they were like, hey, maybe let's not do real trees. It might have been because I actually don't have the year when, in which this happened. But they <laughs> did manage to put up a replacement tree and get it fully decorated all before it opened wow. the, the next day. That's Disneyland for you. It really is. It goes to show what kind of awesome people you have decorating the parks and, and doing that kind of thing. Yeah. So. And they are within relative close distance to some very yes. large trees, which I don't know if they um, could cut those down. Well, I think <laughs> in that case, I'm guessing that they probably had a replacement tree j just <gasps> in case. In standby? Yeah, like wow. a standby tree. I'll bet. That's funny yeah. to think about. But if you think about it, in these days, they also have a tree at uh, California Adventure, a nice big tree there. They have one in the lobby of the Grand California. And then trees kind of play sporadically all throughout yeah. the rest of the la in place, including Cars Land. Yes. So. I left Cars Land off my list, no. but I figured you would have. We'll get to that. Okay. That's the best one. <laughs> Is it? <laughs> um, well, let's jump to the year 2000. Ooh, okay. I, d I will have things later f for earlier. Oh, okay. Well, you can go ahead. No, no. Then. I don't want to hog all of the, the time. So we'll kind of tease well, you on that. Well, I was going to jump we'll into uh, fireworks. Ooh. Because. Yeah, I've got nothing on fireworks. Believe it or not. Haha. <laughs> that's. No pun intended. <laughs> Believe there's magic in the Believe stars. There's magic in the stars. Premiered in the year 2000 for the 45th anniversary, mm -hmm. and then it was really successful. So they were like, "Hey, let's make this a holiday edition," and that oh, was yeah. the first holiday fireworks at Disneyland. That's right. Which is crazy to think about. I mean, I hope I hope my facts are not incorrect, but I don't believe that they are incorrect, <laughs> meaning I think that they are correct. It's just there's so much like holiday stuff is everywhere all the time. But it's it hard all to imagine start a time somewhere. where like eh, no, we don't we're just regular fireworks is fine, you know? It, for the most part, regular fireworks are fine. But yeah, they've really gotten a knack of uh adding these awesome holiday kind of yeah. additions. So that was Believe in Holiday Magic. Mm -hmm. And that's run every holiday season um, except for 2005 oh. and 2015 when they opted to continue performing Remember, Dreams Come True. My favorite fireworks show of all time. I think you're not alone in that That's opinion. a good one. But it's not holiday themed, <laughs> but it's a no. really good one. Yeah, so I That's guess they just one. do the same ones like we used to have holiday wishes. Okay. And that was the only thing we had. But that was really only during parties, too. So, like, here yeah. is like a whole different ball game with. It really is. A you have to pay to enjoy Christmas. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, but they also did in 1997. Ooh. Let me look at this. That's, I'm going back in time now. The Small World Holiday. It's a small world, in and that is really a great addition. I mean, it's like Christmas exploded it, it really in the is. best way possible, yeah. inside and out. And here's a fun 
interesting thing about that. They actually managed to take the It's a Small World, after all, song that plays throughout and add both Jingle Bells and Deck the Halls into the, exa- into the chorus of that and have it all seem very seamless and perfect. Like, yeah, how is that possible? I don't know. And they've added scents in. I guess there's like new scents um, this year. Ooh. I don't know if they're just stronger or something, but I saw people tweeting about like that. Like pine? Or, I don't know. I haven't watched any. Peppermint? or. Well, they already mm-hmm. had those. Okay. But maybe they're new, exciting flavors. I don't know. Um, but yeah, they take out basically all of the light bulbs on the outside yeah. which are normally white clear bulbs individually and they put oh in gosh. the different colored ones so it it's seems just like, like they add tons more yeah because it was when they light it up <coughs> pardon me and i don't think they actually have i don't think they lit it um the way that they do now back then when, it, when it first uh, came out i think but I i'm know. not sure i honestly don't know um, I was not. I was here in Florida mm-hmm. then. It says um, almost a million lights okay. are included during the holidays. Okay. I don't know if that's the way it's been since ninety seven. But yeah, I mean, when those things are lit up, that is an absolute like a giant color explosion. So that's just it. Really looks cool. That was the whole the whole reason I wanted to go oh, yeah. to Disneyland <laughs> in the holidays was to see that in person, and I took eight million photos. Yep. And the other thing. <laughs> Excuse me. Sorry, we're both like getting over being sick. <laughs> I apologize for any weird sniffings and coughings that we're doing. Um, the whole walkway leading to It's a Small World mm. from like, say, the Matterhorn yeah, or yeah. Alice and um, the Mad Tea Storybook Party. Land canal yeah. boats. The light poles that they have up for the yeah. parade, because they do the parade like at night. That's right. The Christmas parade. They will have wreaths on them that are like mary blair themed oh my gosh and it's like i was just like i need to take a photo of every single one of these and we did and (laughs) it's overwhelming and so good and i love it and they also now do um these days the holiday projection show like they do here on our castle their castle's a little smaller over it there. It is smaller. So they have more real estate on, it's a small world. They do have more real estate. It's not very tall, but, no. it, but it's considerably wide. So, yeah. it, And it's good. Pl- it's a good way to add um, a lot more visibility because you can only fit so many people there in the hub. Yes, uh, that's and true. Ha- like and they actually have those up. kind of like the little riser areas on, off to the right where they can have a lot of people seeing that. So, mm-hmm. And all of that while they're still operating the attraction. Yeah. It, it's just amazing how they do all that. <sighs> it's lovely. It really is. Let's go right now. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, I mean, that's a real, like, that's the highlight, I think, oh, yeah. of the season. But some that. other people may think that the highlight is the Haunted Mansion holiday. Ooh. And other people do not agree with that. Yeah, it's kind it's of a, a love-hate situation with that. I know a lot of people don't like it because e- there is that interim time where it takes you know to actually put it up and then take it down. This year they actually did, um, re- re- they actually took a full week off of how long it takes them to put it together. That's kind of it, scary. Where it's usually <laughs> 18 days. They've got it down to 11 days wow. just to put up the entire display where it's down for 11 days. <laughs> 
Uh, I actually was there this year, and I got to ride the regular Haunted Mansion, and then was there the day that it was closed mm-hmm. for that um, 11-day turnaround. But I was not there for when it opened yeah. this year. But I have seen it uh, several times. I mean, and a lot of people aren't Nightmare Before Christmas fans. Yeah, that's true. I think true. there's two very decided categories yeah. of whether you like it or you don't. Another faction, or sometimes the same faction of people, does not... <laughs> like the fact that they're moving in and out original oh, pieces yeah, yeah. of the haunted mansion from yeah. the 60s they actually took all of that all of the uh, storage for all of that thing is actually within the haunted mansion itself hmm. it's not stored elsewhere it's kind of just stored in like yeah. little back corners like in the middle and of that area so much but yeah that in for that they actually literally remove everything and put in new things like Which is scary. It, it's not just like where they put little holiday lights yeah. on top of the existing stuff <clears throat> they take it all out and replace it all and it's ext- you know it's it's very different i mean it is a, a very fun way to be able to include both holidays halloween and christmas which are relatively close together and and be you know have it include all of that so i mean i think if those two holidays had fallen like six months apart it probably wouldn't work as well this is true they're only a day apart in disney <laughs> they really are i disney's think that day world. is november 1st mm-hmm. but um but it's it really is just quite amazing and i mean i enjoy the detail of yeah. what they do and the fact that it's virtually unrecognizable yeah as the regular attraction um, it does scare me a bit how they do it, but I mean, they're professionals. I Hopefully they know what they're doing. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure. Preserving it, Yeah, all of the people that do this are professionals, yes. and they, they, they also love the Haunted Mansion right. in its original state, and so they're go- certainly going to take good care of that. And uh, I think uh, for people that don't like Night- Nightmare Before Christmas, it's kind of that three months of time where they feel like they can't ride the ride. So mm, you'll have to let us know if you're a fan or not. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, one of the unique things about that is they do, uh, the one thing that changes every year is the giant, what is it, gingerbread, gingerbread house, uh, yeah. house that they have on the banquet table mm-hmm. in the ballroom scene, which, you know, they ha- they do all kinds of elaborate things uh, to change that each yes, year. Yes, a different they, theme. Yeah, of sometimes the it's actually uh, like, like a live thing that kind of I think they did that this year where it kind of opens up and mm, that's and, crazy and like a, it's like a mouth but and they've done it different smells things. like gingerbread oh, yeah. which the first time I went I thought it was just really the gingerbread house but it's you know they pipe it in mm, I'm pretty sure it's the gingerbread house mm. <laughs> <laughs> well okay maybe not but I like how they um, you know they take they take out the little like, the little grave digger guy and his dog and they yes. put in uh, <laughs> Jack Skellington and Zero mm-hmm. and you know they have those giant angels in the in the graveyard area yeah. and there's crazy. just and even the the queue <laughs> which normally the, the there is no backdrop to the where right. you load but there's a ginormous ba- a backdrop that's uh, fluid and has all kinds of movements and things with and boogie boogie. with tons of characters uh, right there when you load the attraction and it's just amazing how huge that is yeah. and then just even if you were to go back like what they do in the stretch room yes. it's all very creative where they have a, a whole poem that's read mm-hmm. 
Yeah, I mean, I used to listen to it on, you know, official mm-hmm. soundtrack things yes. before ever going there. So it was crazy to me to think that this was actually like a whole different. <laughs> and then also where Leota is to have that, uh, there's a whole whole different thing in that room to the seance room. Yeah. So very cool. So what year did that start? That was 2001, you said? Oh, my goodness. Actually, I yes, have to scroll that was 2000. up here. 2001. Yes. Do you know what started <laughs> even before that in 1984? No. That's where in bear country or <gasps> critter country, oh, that's right. they changed out the, the, the country bear jamboree and they added the country bear christmas hoedown do they still do that now they do in (laughs) tokyo (laughs) just kidding it's winnie the pooh now well yeah they actually it went off from 1984 all the way through the 2000 season and then they they closed that the that area i believe in about september of uh, 2001 or so for to create uh, the winnie the pooh attraction very odd choice yeah, well, it's critter country, so Winnie the Pooh and his friends are all critters, but right? Bears. Yeah, because it used to be called Bear Country when when the land opened. It was yeah. called Bear Country, so uh, that's when they opened the Country Bear Jamboree. So you can so you still see that in Tokyo. Yep. We don't have any holiday yeah. bear overlays here yeah they they still do the summer one and the the christmas one out in tokyo they also do the haunted mansion holiday there that's right as they well. do the haunted mansion but holiday anywhere in tokyo else. Too. wow so there you go 1984 yep. a good year it really was <laughs> but there's another one oh. and i think you probably have the dates for this the jingle jingle cruise, cruise. yes i do that's that started f- in 2013 which is the a first bit more recent year that we went <gasps> to right. Disneyland during the holidays uh-huh. for my birthday. Uh-huh. It was a fun time. Yay. I did not enjoy the Jingle Cruise when I first went it's on it. I was like, how I dare they? I remember when they first did it, it was very extreme. Yeah. Like they took each of the things where they like, like where the <coughs> animals there had gotten a hold of some of the cargo. Christmas presents and stuff. And it like, it exploded. And I think they went a little overboard with each of the of the displays. I fully admit that I'm being hypocritical because I enjoy the Haunted <laughs> Mansion overlay. But when I saw that, I was like, how dare they ruin Mark Davis's original yeah. jokes? And, you know, they're being irreverent. But I got over it. <laughs> um, it has improved. They stopped doing it, actually, in Disneyland in 2017 after four years of doing it. I guess oh, they wow. were just like, we've had enough. They but still they do still do here it here in the, the Magic Disney Kingdom, World. and I do feel like it has improved over time. Yes. They've honed in, honed the jokes uh, <laughs> down a little, and they're better, and, you know, the little additional accessories mm-hmm. are, are fun. But, yeah, it's, I don't think it's coming back there, so that's mm. a thing of the past as well, just like the Country Bears. Um, but what is still going on, and this Ooh. started way back in the 70s, the not 70s? an attraction as far as a ride, but the candy cane situation, <laughs> oh my gosh. which similar to the candlelight processional was just kind of like a local only, you yeah. know, hidden gem of an experience where they at the confectionery 
hand make these they're giant, giant they're, I mean they must be like two feet yeah long and they're super thick candy canes um, and it, it, lots of people like line up to watch oh, yeah. them being made well they line up to get them too oh like, yeah right and when then the park of course opens to get them. and they stand me, there for an me hour me personally i'm just not a candy cane no. guy so i would have it's fun no to interest. watch you know on social media yeah. people doing that every year <laughs> and whatnot i don't personally get it but i guess uh, yeah i mean for some people it genuinely is a tradition that they've yeah. done since the 70s for it's their not families a tradition, if you ask me but uh, <laughs> that's just me i well, don't i, mean, I don't I like that i don't really like the taste of mint so much so mm. i wonder if people actually <laughs> eat them like they're so huge i feel like they would well, just display them and I, then i guess i don't it know it would take probably a very 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 well, long time <laughs> they slice it up. <laughs> I think it would be fun to see them being made and how they put the stripes in there and all yeah, that. Yeah, uh, we've never been there when it's actually no. happening. Maybe we have. We just haven't. Chaotic. We were probably just thinking they were in line for, uh, <laughs> I don't know, Starbucks. Um, so, yeah, if you've ever waited in line to get a candy cane or have had one before, someone maybe has bought it for you. Let us know. Yeah. I would like to hear some first-hand candy cane accounts. Like, is it hugely heavy? <coughs> I don't know. It must be heavy. I think they... I read it, something. It was like five ounces, which doesn't sound that... Oh, five wait. Ounce? I might have Like five pounds, right? Um, 30 minutes of prep time. 30 minutes of prep time. 15 pounds of melted sugar. Fif oh, my gosh. And then they add green and red stripes. Um, each section of rope is rolled cut and weighed before going to the third Ooh. candy maker who uses Wait, a wooden form to what? perfectly shape the candy cane into the classic hook they don't say how much they weigh i did once watch a video about how they make it and they've got like a yeah one there's like an official disney where they actually take a yeah where they kind of create the bend and that's always fun to see i mean i grew up um going up to maine and there was goldenrod kisses which we oh, went yes. to in 2017 that. that was fun to watch yeah and they it's similar because they have like these long ropes of saltwater taffy that they're then cutting into little bits and mm -hmm. wrapping up before your eyes so it's similar to that i've always found that interesting um so i can see the appeal yeah. behind wanting to do that <laughs> and wanting to say i got a disneyland candy cane i only waited three hours in line to get yikes it. Uh, but yeah, that's all I have for Disneyland uh -oh. Park. Do you have anything else before well, we go across the I have the a Esplanade? couple of things. Um, a little bit from earlier, I was going <laughs> to talk about a little bit about the parades that they have there. Oh, right. They have. mentioned parades, yes. I was going to say that uh, in 1963, they actually had a thing called the Parade of Toys, which was a daily uh, feature of Christmas week. Mm. But if you think about it, two years before... In 1961, that was the year that the movie *Babes in Toyland* was released uh, yes. in theaters, and there, you know, you may—that's not a very popular movie, but there was a very th famous thing that happened in that movie that was a big part of Disney Christmas parades up until this date, and that is, of course, the toy soldiers. Soldiers, yes. Which you know they were prominently featured from that movie, and then they actually in that <laughs> year, 1961, were added to the uh, to the parade. And they've been a feature of the Disney Christmas parades since then. And just when we were at the, sorry to interject, the Animal Kingdom holiday celebration, oh, which yeah. is new this year, and they have the roaming violinist out. Oh, yeah. One of the things that he was playing was the that's Babes right. in Toyland Babes song. In and I was yeah, like, that's, right. that's random, but I guess 
you know, it has sort it's of a become a yeah. Christmas song because of toys yeah. in general. And it's in the, the Disney Land and Disney World Christmas parades. We'll that link music. to that video from Animal Kingdom if you yeah. haven't seen it yet. Oh my gosh, that's amazing. Our little silly but. vlog. <laughs> but anyway, they actually, uh, if you go a little bit farther back, 1957 all the way through 1964, they had the <coughs> Christmas in Many Lands Parade. Ooh. And then they changed uh, the name of it to Fantasy on Parade, starting in uh, 1965. That went all the way through 1976. And so that's the parade then, I think, that you can see um, Disney Plus came out Ooh. earlier this week. <gasps> that's right. You um, should uh, talk about that just a little bit. Well, I was going to say the Disneyland Around the Seasons special, which is one of the wonderful World of Color episodes that yes. they just threw on there i hope that it's you know first of many yeah they really need to add a lot more of the walt disney presents and then the w mm -hmm. wonderful world of color shows even if they did it you know a new episode every week like they're doing with the original stuff that would be oh, great yeah. and then you know yeah. a whole new generation could be exposed to it yes yeah. so I, there are just a, only a couple on there right now at the beginning of disney plus that one and plausible impossible yeah i still haven't but, watched um, that yet yeah they really need but i'm glad that they added the that one yes the, the so the around the seasons it ends um at christmas time and shows that whole parade which is kind of crazy yeah the, the parades in the old <laughs> days were There's like definitely the world's <laughs> largest caterpillar <laughs> And the butterflies come out of the caterpillar and then go back into the caterpillar. That's and strange. there's like the precursor to uh, Clara Cluck. Is that her name? Uh -huh, that's right. The chicken that is in, you know, famously now in the uh, Boo to You <laughs> parade. She's like the star of that besides the, right. the grave diggers, I think. Um, but there's like the first version of her where she's like a full walking character. Yeah, I mean, because she's been introduced in the cartoon well, yeah, since no, the I just 30s, mean but in parade, okay, you know, walk yeah, around character form. form. And yeah. then she has a rooster friend with her who is um, smoking a cigar, <laughs> and then several eggs come out from a like uh, wagon of hay. And they start dancing around, and everyone's just dancing. Oh crazy. my gosh! This, yeah, it's, I haven't. I guess uh, Santa comes out at the end. It is Christmas themed. I actually haven't had. I've I've seen this before, but I haven't seen it since it's been uh, come yeah, out on Disney Plus. And I need it. to, but all of you need to make sure to check that out. Yes. Uh, that's that sounds amazing <laughs> because def yeah, the characters definitely weren't as developed way back in the early days as they are now, and a lot of them looked really really strange yeah. i know initially they got the uh the characters from the ice capades mm. the the character costumes um yeah some of like the three little pigs characters and then the seven dwarfs they had and they were kind of like rubbery yeah very like movable faces and the whole bottom was just like a different shade because that's how they were doing, like, you know, yeah. shadows and, like, <laughs> shading of a face. It was just like, we're, we'll paint this one a different color. Yikes. It was very weird looking. But yeah. But, it's uh, fun to see the guests in the audience in these old oh, shows yeah, as well, yeah. too. See what they, they were wearing. dressed and, differently, yeah. too. <laughs> but anyway, as I was uh, talking. Yeah, sorry, I No, no, no. You. I think that was a great one. Uh, I was talking about the Fantasy on Parade that had uh, went from 1965 through 1976. And then they had the Very Merry Christmas Parade for a few years from 77 through mm. 79. 
And then they went back to Fantasy on Parade from 1980 through 85, and then Christmas Fantasy in 2001, and, and then they just kept on going. And uh, a lot of these are now televised. Uh, uh, yes. You know, they always, not always, like, uh, they, a long time ago, they did the Walt Disney World Christmas Parade on television each year. And it was just the parade. And it, yeah, it was just the parade. <laughs> but it was always only at Disney World. Maybe occasionally they would... F- uh, shoot over to Disneyland but now they actually kind of it's done on both coasts and they have um, you know certain characters are at Walt Disney World and the other characters are at Disneyland in their parade lots of Disney Channel stars yes I mean you know it it used to be Joan London and and them (laughs) and all that and then it was Regis Philbin and Kelly Ripa and all that but now They've uh, taken to the Disney Channel stars. <laughs> yeah, they've always had fun uh, <laughs> musical guests uh, for all of these. I mean, Didn't um, your guy Tim Tebow host her? Was that Jesse? Palmer? No, no, Jesse Palmer. Uh, I get all the a Gator Florida Gators quarterback. Confused. Yeah, he's he was he's the host last time, I think. Yeah, he's uh, one of the co-hosts. Yeah, but they've they've gone around and done all kinds of people. Um, they even had uh, Derek and Julianne Huff. They where they did like a, yeah. a show right around Thanksgiving, kind of like leading into the holiday season, and then the Christmas parade. Mm-hmm. But anyway, uh, so Disneyland is a lot more featured on those television specials now than they used to be. Um, so that's always a good thing. And they actually had a TV special way back in 1976. Ah, uh, yes, I you, saw this. Oh, you saw it, this one, yeah. The, it was called Christmas in Disneyland with Art Carney, yeah. of all people. <laughs> He's, a, f- I guess, a famous actor back in those days. From the Honeymooners. That's right. <laughs> that, that was a very odd choice, if you ask me. Did he do anything else for Disney other than that? Not I mean, it's kind of like uh, such a weird well, time. And like I know he did like a, like a, a movie. Um, I have to... I can't remember uh, the name of that. Okay. I have to go back and People look. can look him up on IMDb yeah. or something. But it was just a, an odd time from the time Disneyland opened through really like the 80s for who yes. was associated with, you know, doing Disney specials or something like that. It was just like a very random Hollywood kind of. Yeah. That kind of stuff fascinates me. Oh, yeah. That's, that's true. <laughs> uh, one other thing I was going to mention is that they have actually had uh, various Christmas shops. In the parks, you know, where they have Christmas year-round. Okay. Well, well, those don't count. Well, they're okay. year-round. Well, <laughs> they're year-round. They have the Christmas chalet in Fantasyland and the La Boutique de Noël in New Orleans Square. I was just going to mention mm. those. Is that still They've, there or is it no, like I, a Pandora actually, store now? <laughs> well, that one actually got uh, bumped by uh, Le Baton Rouge. Mm. And now that's, the last time I was there anyway, it's like the dresses and... Yeah ear hat situations yeah so i was just gonna mention that and of course every year the holidays you know, um they lead into new year's ah uh, yes new year's you can Eve. do your new year's story before we go into dca really quick oh okay yeah well i was just gonna say if you think about it way back in the 50s people didn't really go out to like to be at a place or like a disney park uh <laughs> For the New Year's Eve celebration. And so they realized, especially, like, if, I think it was the third year, 1957, that, you know, there wasn't really a lot of people in the parks 
then. Mm-hmm. And I remember actually Jack Link was telling a story about how you know he wanted to uh, be able to have some sort of a party for that. And so he had the idea of doing a New Year's Eve party, which you know back then was just unheard of. So he actually went to an like a a fancy version of a, an upscale men's store and to, to sell the idea of pre-selling tickets hmm. to the New Year's Eve party, which had never been done before. If you think about it now, everybody gets their tickets for yeah. all kinds of things, whether it be concerts or, or whatever, they f- on pre-sale. But that had never been done before. This was literally the first time wow. that they'd done that. And so he went there to, I think it was a store called Desmond's, uh, to get them to essentially give them uh, New Year's Eve tickets to sell at a whopping three dollars and ninety five cents in nineteen fifty seven money uh, to get people to come uh, to New Year's Eve, and you know they would put their name on all of the marketing um, materials that they had, and then he went to all kinds of other uh, places like record stores and other kinds of markets, and he eventually ended up with like. 10 different um, places where all of their outlets pre-sold New Year's Eve tickets. Hmm. And they eventually, I think they sold around, uh, from the day after Thanksgiving all the way through December 30th, they pre-sold about 7,000 tickets. And then they actually had 3,000 day of sales for an attendance of around 10,000 guests for their very first New Year's Eve uh, celebration. Oh, to be with only 10,000 guests. Yeah. <laughs> well, I think back then they, they said that they needed around uh, 6,000 or so to ha- to be in the park f- in order to, for it to have like a lively atmosphere, mm. a place that would be considered fun and not necessarily dead or dreary. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so that's actually kind of a, a fun little story about um, the first ticket pre-sales. Hmm. And they've... Uh, that. The New Year's Eve celebrations have been going strong ever since, and they actually the the biggest one, of course, was the one leading from oh, the yes. year 1999 through 2000, mm-hmm. which is the Millennium. Even though it's technically not the Millennium Eve because that was 2000 to 2001, but it was more fun to see the year 1999 mm. f- uh, go over to the year 2000, and they actually had over 80,000 at that New Year's Eve there wow. at Disneyland. They've actually gone o- over 90,000 before, but that was uh, the That's biggest crazy. New Year's. Um, I was at home with a tiny baby. Yeah. And then um, they all they often have um, the bands from the teams that were participating oh, in the yeah. New Year's Day Rose Bowl, which <coughs> is in nearby Pasadena. They often uh, come and perform at the parks or be in the parades also. So... Mm-hmm. That's my last note on that. Very good. Well, let's go across the (laughs) Esplanade to California Adventure, which... Yes, please. uh, I don't think they did much of anything before Buena Vista Street was redone. Other than just uh, decorations? Yeah. Yeah. Because Buena Vista Street really, you know, changed the whole look and feel, um, and that was... A good time. Like, yeah, it's d- really fun, you know, vintage Christmassy feel. And they have the bell ringers and the... Oh, my gosh. That, th- that also sing that. music. We have video of them singing me happy birthday that year that we went <laughs> in 2013. That was a great time. It was a great time. Um, at that time, they also had 
a fun vintage Santa at the end of that. Oh yeah, like Elias and Company is uh-huh. I think the store, but he's not there anymore. He's in Redwood Creek now. Santa. Okay, I guess he. Uh, um, and then if get we forgot to mention, he's also in Critter Country in Disneyland. Well, he kind of goes back and forth. Rustic. I'm sure. He changes his outfits, so he's like Country Santa over in Critter Country. Interesting. Um, but they have like a vintage style tree and they do a tree lighting ceremony every day on uh, Buena Vista Street. I remember which is seeing that one. Lovely. Oh, yes. Yeah, the decorations uh, on that tree are just amazing too. I don't have the year that that started on here, but it was whenever Buena Vista Street happened. I think it was 2012 maybe? I believe it was, yes, Something 2012 like You can Google it if you are interested, <laughs> people that may be listening. Uh, so... Th- in addition to that, they also in 2013 have Viva Navidad, uh, our favorite, which I love so very oh much. Oh my gosh! And that is an amazing every show. year, everyone's like, "Please don't get rid of it." It's such a good time. I cry every single time I see it because just to see those dancers just doing what they love. Yeah, it's really like. It celebrates, if you haven't seen it or seen video of it, I mean, you really should go and see it, but oh it um, celebrates all like Latin culture yes. from South America and Mexico. So there's um, different dances that they do and there's uh, people doing samba from Brazil mm. and they're all just going together and um, the Mexican dancers, a lot of them are just local groups that oh, yeah. do that. Absolutely. And then they have kids that will come out from the audience and dance with them. And I just lose it every time because it's just like such an amazing, like cultural thing and tradition. And that like makes me cry. Yeah, I remember that first time we saw, I was actually standing next to an older woman whose son was performing yeah. as one of the dancers there. And she just was beaming with pride. And I, you know, we were kind of beaming with her. It was just, it's such a pure and innocent yes. and fun it is. And, and then you add the three caballeros to oh it yeah. and it's just perfection. It really is. <laughs> um, yeah. And now they have Elena, I guess, Princess Elena of Avalon. Avalor? Avalor. Avalor. <laughs> I thought Avalor and then I said Avalon. I'm sorry, it's okay. people. I don't have kids that young that watch that anymore. <laughs> don't worry I about it. I apologize. But anyway, she's meeting and greeting Along with, I think, the three caballeros still Mm -hmm. meet and greet over there. And then they have special um, food themed to that. And then in 2015, they added the Festival of the Holidays there, which we have here in Epcot. And there it's all different holiday-esque themed food items. Yeah, they have all kinds of food items all along where their parade route is. Yes, um, all around Pixar Pier, it goes from like Pixar from Pier all the way down to in front of the Paradise the, Gardens. Yes, <laughs> but even <laughs> sorry, I, I you'll don't find the, them if you go there. Yes. The little booths that you can get. They go all there. the way to um, <laughs> that restaurant, Carthay. Oh, let's <laughs> yeah, go all the way up to the Carthay Circle. I didn't restaurant. know that's what you were trying to say. That's yeah. interesting. I didn't realize it went all that far that in that path. direction. Yeah. Hmm. Well, yeah, so that's a fun thing. And they have, like, fun merchandise and cute Mm -hmm. shirts that I need to get one of, even though (laughs) I haven't been to the Festival of the Holidays myself. Uh, It's still a fun time. And they also have, at night, 
of course, there's World of Color. Yes, and they've actually done an astounding job at making sure to be able to kind of update that show to um, to add certain things, but then also to uh, make it holiday thing. Yeah, and they've gone through a few different holiday iterations. Yes, they um, have. They did Winter Dreams Ooh. in 2013, which was hosted by Olaf, and they did a lot of frozen stuff back then and it was a lot of christmas music mixed in with you know regular mm -hmm. disney stuff and then <laughs> they changed it um with a different thing and <laughs> there was um different different frozen songs and different yes. songs added to it and things like that but then in 2016 they changed it to world of color season of light Ooh. which is what it is now i believe and it's just a bunch of different songs and uh they have you know obviously increased their projection oh, abilities yes. and the water and everything it's really just a fun time it really is and i'm not sure if they still do this but the first holiday one that we went to in 2013, they had those, that fun machine that makes like the little shapes. Oh, that's and they did, right. Like, a snowflake. With the like little bubbles. Yeah. Um, and weird. I don't know if they did multiple ones or if I'm just remembering the snowflakes, but they did, they can do Mickey heads yeah, I'm, also. I'm pretty sure they. So that's a fun little. They still do that. I mean, I love World of Color. Yeah. In any form. Oh, yeah. But I do it's prefer so the original. big. <laughs> and in scope it's yeah. just giant and, and it's the kind of thing that you can just walk by and see you don't yeah. have to we've definitely stood and gotten fast passes or done a dinner package and the whole thing but even if you're just walking by you can still experience oh, yes. it and enjoy it and even it. from the side it's a fun way to get a different yeah. perspective it's not the ideal way but even if you've completely missed out on being able to be within the crowd it's a new uh, new way to see it or you could get a room at Disney's Grand Californian yeah. and watch it or even the Paradise Pier. Oh yeah, hotel. Well, if you want to be far away and Disneyland Hotel, really you can see it from some from of some of them. Yeah. Well, That's anyway. <laughs> um speaking of the resorts really quick, Ooh. they also now in all of you know Disney World and Disneyland resorts seem to do more elaborate Christmas displays yeah. every year. So they like have a gingerbread giant house. gingerbread house yes. in Grand California in there. Oh, and the one in Disneyland Hotel is even oh, that's right. bigger. I forgot about that. The fun little Mickey and Minnie themed one. That's really cute. And they yeah, they have the fun little Christmas decorations even on the kind of port cochere area. Yeah. So let's jump back over to Cars Land. Oh, that's right. Yes. Uh, on our way there, we can stop at Pacific, the Pacific Wharf area. It's mm -hmm. still called that, right? It's just yep. Pixar Pier that's different. <laughs> they have a bunch of decorations in there. So if you are yes. going, make sure you check that out. Themed oh, yes. to the different restaurants they have over mm. there. Very fun. But Cars Land has quite a bit of holiday decor yeah. going on. Those they cars have, have gone overboard. <laughs> they have lighting, uh, lots of fun lights. They have garland in the main thoroughfare there mm -hmm. uh, with tires on it. They have the little <laughs> snow car out front. And then the billboard, instead of saying Welcome to Cars Land, says Seasons Speedings. Because, <laughs> you know, Cars Land is all about puns. Fun puns. For the most part. <laughs> Um, one thing that kind of bugs me about Cars Land, I don't want to get too into the philosophical discussions of Cars, the movie, and Cars Land. But, you know, the decorations that they have are like, there's a tree with hubcaps all over it. 
<laughs> so is that the equivalent of us like putting limbs or like feet <laughs> on a tree? Like I guess, yeah, like little weird accessories. I've never really, uh, I n I've heard those kinds of <laughs> discussions before. I've never really uh, delved that deeply in the you cars philosophy. You kind of have philosophy. to just <laughs> suspend your need to question and wonder where and why and how in Cars Land. And why are they celebrating yeah. Christmas to begin with? Who knows? Anyway, Cars Land, <laughs> lots of fun decorations. Yes, make sure to check that out. Um, yeah, it's very pretty there and, you know, stuff like that. So oh, yeah. Definitely enjoy that. But we need to jump back really quick to Disneyland as well because we didn't really talk about the castle. We mentioned that oh. in the beginning it didn't have a lot of That's decorations. Right. They which really put a light bulb or two on that thing, don't they? Yeah, they <laughs> <laughs> for a long time they just had some garland and mm -hmm. maybe a wreath and yep. it wasn't until 2007 that they added snow oh that's right and i, I remember like you know because in that time frame i still wasn't too aware of disneyland because i never thought i would ever go there but i remember seeing pictures of <laughs> the snow on the castle and thinking like oh my gosh that's so cool it snowed in california because i was an <laughs> idiot and didn't know that it wasn't real and people have definitely been fooled by well, it, I think. It does I don't snow think in I'm California, alone. just not that well, yeah, low California. in elevation. Yeah, I'm sure. I mean, they have mountains there, but uh, that's not the mountains. Correct. I mean, there's it's a Matterhorn next door. It's as warm there as it is here sometimes yeah, during the summer. Yeah, often warmer. Uh, but anyway, it's very pretty. It looks, you know, like real snow on there. And they recently, this past summer, redid all of the turrets oh, that's right. on the mm -hmm. castle and repainted it and some people a nice, uh, didn't like it. Some I, people I do like it. it. It's I've like a it. darker blue now. I like it and the pinks are yeah. pinkier. <laughs> and so as a result they had to redo because there are little caps that they put yes. on the turrets. It's not like they just wrap it with snow. Oh, I thought it was actually they brought in a snow cloud and All right. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, so yeah, this year is the first year with those new turrets in mm -hmm. the new color the snow is very blue looking this year is the snow blue or is it just kind of kind of reflecting no, off of the, the blue edges are very blue if you look okay. at photos but you know we'd have to see it in person it's good enough for me and then they have the icicles um hanging off the curly cues and they do similar icicle lights to they do what they do here yes in walt disney world yeah where they have the show i believe there and then also at the it's a small world right yes and i think unlike here where it only snows during the party, there they do like a castle lighting and it'll snow oh, in yeah. little periodic That's right. increments. So That's always um, fun. Yeah, it is fun. And then really quick, I forgot to mention the <laughs> decorations in New Orleans Square. Those oh are some gosh. of my favorite ones. That's right. Where they have like, it's mm. Mardi Gras themed and they have like really fun looking snowman in the shape of a moon in the tree and there's like giant bees. I had completely forgotten about this. I know. Those. It's very, very pretty there. I always take lots of fun photos when we are there mm. that time of year. So Very fun. I mean, that really, I think, wraps up our holiday coverage of yeah. Disneyland. Um, it's definitely more, I think, homogenized as are all things Disney parks. They really try to make people want to go to both and not just keep yes. it. Disneyland for a long time used to be just, you know, locals. And if you were in the area, 
that side of the world you would go. It's still very much as locals part, but a is, lot of people have now discovered it yeah, and realized. The last 10 years or so, they've really amped up the marketing yes. and like, hey, you should go here too. And yes. that has people definitely have realized that uh, it's not, you know, don't just pick the one that's closest to you. Uh, it, mm-hmm. there's, there's good parts about both Walt Disney yeah. World and Disneyland, and especially Disneyland. Right. So. so I think, you know, holidays specifically are a great time to visit, but it is going to be crowded. Yes. And there's going to be a lot to see and discover. But that's the good thing about it all. Of. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> So we thank you for listening, as mm-hmm. always. If you have, as we mentioned throughout the episode, any favorite Disneyland holiday memories yes. or holiday in general memories of either park or any park, we'd love to hear it. You can comment on the YouTube video if you're watching there or on xanaland.com with the oh, yes. matching blog posts that will <laughs> come with this episode mm-hmm. facebook twitter instagram all that fun stuff all of them, you can yes. find us and let us know what you think and please share with your friends yes give us a like subscribe share that gets the word out and uh hopefully more people can join in and listen yes. in on the fun we'd love to have uh, a lot more feedback and comments so yeah. please <laughs> tell us if you want <laughs> us to cover other things or if we're droning on too long like I think I'm starting to do now. So I will wrap it up. Thank <laughs> I you tend again to do that too. So for listening. Yes, and thank you. Happy holidays. Yes. That is absolutely fantastic. Well, that's only part of it. I got a big climatic scene. But how could you top it? Well, we set the place on fire. And we have our audience trapped down in this flaming city. And how can they get out then? Well, now you got into this mess by going down a waterfall. Now, how would you suppose we'd get them out of there? By going up the waterfall. That's right. Anything's possible in Disneyland. <laughs>